Ladies and gentlemen, I believe congratulations are in order because if you're watching this video, you're probably thinking about retiring in 2023. So congratulations if you are close to that. And if you're not close, hey, kudos to you for thinking about it, for planning. We're going to dive in today and talk about the best days in 2023 that you as a federal employee should retire. Now, there's different factors and things that come into play into this decision. We're going to talk about all the big ones and the things you need to know to not leave any benefits on the table and that you are aligning your money, your benefits, your retirement to your goals. That is the goal of our time together today. Now, if you are new here, my name is Dallin Hawes. It is great to be with you and spend some time with you. Okay, let's dive in. Let's start with the factors that you need to consider when picking a retirement date. And then from there, once we have that in place, that foundation, We'll talk about the exact dates in 2023 that meet that, those criteria. Number one, based on how your benefits are set up, as you probably know, so many federal employees, they choose to retire at the end of a year, at the end of December, right? December 30th, December 31st, right in there. Why do they do that? The reason people do that is because of annual leave. If you didn't know already, if you have any unused annual leave on the books at retirement time, then your agency is going to cut you a check as if you would have worked that time. Okay? So, for example, if you have 300 hours of an unused annual leave on the books at retirement, boom, you get a check. Now, why then December 31st, right? Is annual leave, like, you, you accrue annual leave for the entire, during the entire year. Why do people want to retire at the end of the year? The reason is, as you probably know, annual leave tends to be use or lose, meaning you can only take so much into the new year. So what many federal employees tend to do is they max their max amount of carryover hours the year before they retire, and they take that into the new year, and they don't use much, right? So that come retirement, they will have the maximum amount of unused annual leave payout at that point. That is a, one of the biggest reasons people wait to the end of the year. Okay, so for that reason, for a larger annual leave payout, you may want to consider the end of the year. That is the first thing to consider. Now, what are the other factors to consider? Next is end of the month. Why should we think about retiring at the end of a month? Well, as a first federal employee, you should. You should always retire near the end, and I'll walk you through exactly why. Long story short, your pension, your FERS pension is payable on the first of the month after you retire. So what does that mean? Let's do an example. Let's say you retire on August 31st, okay? Your pension is payable the next day on September 1st. However, what if you actually retire on September 1st? When is your pension payable? It's not gonna be payable until October 1st, the next month, the next month. So, that therefore, if you want to have less time, less break, less gap between when your paycheck stop and when your pension is payable, then you want to retire near the end of the month. Now, you don't have to do the very end of the month if you don't want, but you certainly want to be close to the end. That'll minimize the gap between when your paycheck stop and when your pension will be payable to you. Now, the reason I say payable and not you actually receiving your pension, as you might know already, when you turn in your application, when you actually retire, it takes OPM some months to actually get everything processed, 
right? So you won't actually get your pension right away. That's not how it works. However, let's say you you retire September 1st. Well, then, yeah, your pension isn't even payable to October 1st, so you won't receive any retirement for the time that it's not payable, right? And so you want to maximize, again, the gap, the amount of days that you don't get any pay, whether paychecks or retirement. So again, so far, it does pay to be at the end of the year, and it does pay to be at the end of the month. Lastly, what are the other things to consider? The other thing to consider is to retire at the end of a pay period. And why do we want to do that? The reason is your your leave, your sick leave, annual leave, only accrues at the end of every pay period. It doesn't accrue smoothly over the two weeks, right? No, it accrues all at the end, okay? So what that means is if you retire at the end of a pay period, then you can accrue your last bit of sick and annual leave before you go. So is it going to make a massive difference? No, it's not going to make a massive difference. But if you just don't want to leave anything on the table, that's some, that's something to consider, right? So let's do a recap. So far, I said, hey, for, for maximizing your annual leave payout, consider the end of the year. To maximize your pension and the gap between when your salary stops and your paycheck, your retirement starts, right? To minimize that gap, maybe the end of the month. And if you do the end of a pay period, you won't leave any any sick or annual leave on the table either. So those are the big things to consider. Now, given that, what are the dates in 2023 that fit those criteria, right? And I'm going to read them off. Now, basically, the criteria I use is, okay, yeah, if we if we want to retire at the end of the year, well, then there's only a couple dates that are going to work, right? The, the last few days of December are what you want to think about, okay? And now, now that we have a foundation of the factors you need to consider when picking a date to retire, what dates in 2023 line up with those factors, okay? That is what we're going to look at now. So really, if our if the criteria we're trying to maximize is annual leave payout, the annual leave payout, then yeah, you want to retire at the end of the year, right? So we're talking December 30th, December 31st, right in there, right? Near the end of the year is what you want to consider. Now, when we look at the other two factors, what I want to share with you are the months in which the end of the month lines up very closely with the end of a pay period, okay? So, for example, January 28th is near the end of the month and is the end of a pay period for 2023. For example, February 25th, it's near the end of the month and it's near the end of a pay period. July 29th, same thing, near the end of the month and is the end of a pay period. And December 30th, same thing, near the end of the month and at the end of a pay period. Now, some of you may be thinking, okay, yeah, I care about sick and annual leave and my annual leave payout and my pay- I care about all that, but what if I still have plenty of money and I'm not too worried about some of those small details? Can I retire in the middle of the month or can I retire in the summer, not in December? Does it really make a huge difference? And the answer is, well, it doesn't make a massive difference. It makes a difference, but at the end of the day, what's important to you? At what time of the year are you first eligible to retire? What's that date? What time of the year do you want to retire? Is there any big trips? Do you want to be able to just go skiing? Do you want to go? What What makes sense for your life? And as long as you can make the numbers work, hey, by all means, pick a date that makes sense for you. And obviously know the rules so you know what potential benefits you may be getting or giving up by the date you pick to retire. But outside of that, tailor it to what you want to do. You don't have to retire in December, December 31st just because so many people do it. You don't have to do it. You could do what makes sense for you and what you want to do, what lines up with your life 
and your wishes and your desires and your goals. So I hope that was helpful. Again, if you're new here, consider looking in the description below. There's tons of great resources, many of which are free to help you get more out of your retirement. And if you're looking for help in this journey to help, to have help planning, making sure you're getting the most out of it, we meet and sit down with federal employees here at our firm all the time to help them do just that. And you can check that out in the description below. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.